emails, the horrible emails. We only wish to raise quality of life. He told me it's not. Oh, that's great, isn't it? The Pilot Empire will never use you. Hey everyone, welcome back to another fun-filled podcast adventure. My name's Midnight Mike, and Cretchit is over there. Be a part of the magic. Yeah. I'm all the way over here. And, I, had to, uh, I had to make room. Oh, yeah, you did. And uh, Joe's over there, too. Well, you want to woo-woo? Hello. Still trying to get my, my cheers and jingles. I don't have my cheers on here right now. My clapping and and fanfare. What's going on? I, I, want, I want that woo-woo again, but that's, that's, that's only in the morning. It's supposed to be up making breakfast. Yeah, the woo-woos, it's only in the morning, is what he says. With a side of eggs? It's only in the morning. <laughs> What's going on, guys? You guys did uh, an amazing podcast uh, with Chris from Tennessee, number 23, of the Abs in a Six-Pack podcast. I, li- I tried to listen live a little bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What do you think? I was I was, I was was hitting the sauce, so I, I, I didn't tell. know how bad I got. I could tell you were hitting the sauce. I think you... Wait, I, I got to find this message, I, so- Chris was sending me stuff afterwards. Um, after the show was over, it was like an hour and a half later. He's like, Joe's still connected to the call. <laughs> oh, did Joe black out during the show? Right at the end. Oh. In the last 10 minutes. Probably. Yes. Well, yeah, uh, I'll post a link to that podcast in the description of this podcast. If you guys want to check it out, yeah, Cretchid and uh, Joe were over on Absent Six Pack. They were talking about COVID. Uh, they're talking about the, the vaccines. They played a lot of clips. And, uh, if you thought I played too many sound drops, you haven't heard anything yet. <laughs> yeah. But see, Chris does it differently. Chris waits until you start talking and then plays a sound clip on top of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He does. He's, he's got, got it. He's got his own method. He's got his own method for doing. But, uh, yeah. Good show for anybody who's interested. Abs in a six pack. They do a, uh, um, uh, a wackadoo show over there. So abs in a six pack. It's abs in a six pack, joined by Caleb over there from old uh, North Carolina. The great state of North Carolina. And we're broadcasting Ooh. live from East Tennessee. I'm from Tennessee, and I've been doing this for a long time. And this is, once again, a new live broadcast, son of a bitch. This is a new live son of a bitch. And we got Rob Deuce, or Deucifer, a.k.a. Uh, I guess I said both names. I don't know why I said AKA. I just said both names before the AKA, but it's it's Rob Dew. We got Rob Dew here. What up? How's it going? Dude, <clears throat> doing great. Thanks for coming back. Excellent. Um, yep. I did get a uh, slew of emails from the last episode we did. A lot of them were like, I love the episode. That was the vast majority. There was a handful of emails saying, yo, Chris, you fucked up that episode. So I was like, well, we've got to get a redo. And that's why I'm probably going to title this episode either Do Over or Redo, because Do is your name. 
Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just be sans. What were you on? Sans Adderall? Uh, we, we'll probably have to e- e- edit that out of the episode. <laughs> but yes, they, yeah, uh, I was I was a little speeded allegedly. out. Allegedly. Allegedly. Just put allegedly. Allegedly speeded out for that one. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and, and then I did get another email. I guess you got two about this one. Uh, early in the episode, because I went back and re-listened and was like, yeah, I did fuck up a lot of... Look, first of all, I asked you two or three questions near the end of the episode and never gave you a chance to finish the question. I know, I would just get to my, like, the prelude to the answer and you cut me off. I'm like, all right, it's going to be one of these kind of interviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was bad on my part. But, uh, I, I did get another email that we need to address up front. I got two about this one. I said, you, you brought up how um uh what's it called wait am uh, i getting fact checked is it, am i am i about to get no, fact checked no, no not even close uh All you right. brought you brought up um drudge report and you brought up how matt drudge isn't in control of his own shit anymore and i said i want to come back oh, to i this. didn't say that i think i said i believe he's not you believe it doesn't feel like he's not yeah it feels like i, I don't have no proof one way or another right I okay mean, but it, either way I, I i said i want to come back to that because I want to talk about the the drudge shit, and I got two emails saying, "Uh, you never came back to the drudge shit." So you didn't circle well, back, motherfucker. Yeah, we never circled back. <laughs> well, well, before we circle back to drudge, I just have to put out this. We we just posted this on Infowars. Uh, it's the top story on their video. Gay choir admits they are targeting your children, and this has nothing to do. Look, I've been to Burning Man. I've done all that stuff. Has nothing to do with gay people. But when they sing, we're coming for your children, which they do in this song, it's pretty fucking creepy. And I think they tried to be all like cool about it. But underneath, we posted all the videos where drag queens are talking about getting next to your kids and wanting to be next to your kids. And it's all about them being next to your kids. And then there's pedophiles within this drag queen movement that are wanting to be next to your kids. It's frick. It's fucking disgusting. First of all, for grown men that want to dress up as women and want to be next to your kids to try and teach that that's going to teach them tolerance, first of all. Second of all, it's creepy that they're singing about it, going to city council meetings, talking about it and, and proclaiming it. To me, it's it's disturbing. And I just want to put that out there that you can go and watch their video and then watch the four videos we've produced underneath it, showing all the clips, showing all the stuff. So that's I just wanted to put that out there because I'm a little hot about it right now because I have four kids. And I have no problem with them talking to gay people. I don't want men dressing up as women wearing clown makeup trying to say, hey, let me show you how to shake your butt. Let me what, show you how what to What alternate planet did I wake up in? Alex was so right when he said that. Yeah. Uh, Ubery actually just post, posted that InfoWars link in the chat. Do you want me to play the video? Uh, you know, I've watched it a couple of times. I don't, uh, people should go listen to it for themselves and have their own private moment. Okay. It because <laughs> it, it, it was, it's disturbing though. I think it's disturbing. Yeah, I don't I think it's agree. funny. I don't think grown men saying they're going to come for your children is cool in any way, shape or form. It's just not cool. No, it's not. Don't come near mm. my kids, motherfucker. Um, so I <clears throat> did, brother fucker. Uh, I guess I should say brother fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I did, uh, Another critique I got, and, and this was the last Rob, the last episode with you was the, uh, this is episode ninety five of Abs in a Six Pack, and the only episode I've gotten critique emails on was that one with you, and the, one of the other critiques I got was I was fanboying way too hard about Infowars, so instead of playing sound drops throughout this show, I'm just gonna get them all out of the way right now. You ready? Do it. <laughs> 
This is as I can. Something that really sinks in for people. I was eating jalapenos during the break. That was good. I think you got. I think you got. I got so, it out of my system too. Got, yeah. got, I got it out of my system <laughs> now. A, a, another thing I promised because Cretchen of OBDM, who uh, I think they're they might still be alive, but I think they might have just ended. Uh, he was on recently, and it's been a lot of talk on abs and six pack. A lot of talk about on uh, on OBDM when Alex Jones is eating jalapenos during the break. Are they live? Jalap- are they like jalapeno poppers? Ooh. Uh, stuffed jalapenos? Are they what, I what kind of jalapenos are these? Because the the theory is that there's a live jalapeno. Caleb actually had this theory that mm-hmm. it's well, you, a live jalapeno plant under the desk that he, he just he actually just came in and uh, I'm, on, I'm on that podcast that I was on. We were in Florida. They want me to come back. They want to know what kind of jalapenos you're eating. They were played a sound clip that said, "I love the podcast." Hey, yeah. Can you go in the morning? And yeah. Shoot the Nick Fuentes interview at a diner. Oh yeah. You what time? Really tomorrow, you're on your Come over here and say hi. It's called Abs in a Six Pack. These guys are big fans <laughs> of yours. Which I need. Here, oh, here. my spirit What's animal is no, here. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, is it audio? It's just audio. Yeah, it's just audio. Hello, Abs in a Six Pack. Oh, hey. my God. I love this man. I love you, Alex Jones. We love you. Hey, listen, can you get up early in the morning and meet us over at that diner? Yeah. We're going to do the interview at 9 a.m. How many cameras? Three just, cameras? A, just, just an iPhone. Oh, iPhone. Well, I talked to Fuentes when we eat breakfast. All right. That sounds good. I'll buy you breakfast. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. We love you. I'll come on whenever you want. Here's Rob Dick. No, oh, oh there today. it is. Um, yeah, just send me the address where you're going to be. I'll be there. You've got to be there at 9. 9 o'clock? Yep. That's early. I'll be there. All right, guys. Go ahead. <laughs> well, that was the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... uh uh yeah, I don't even know what I was talking about anymore. But goddamn, Alex Jones. You're that. asking me about jalapenos. Yeah, and I, I oh, believe yes, they're sliced there. jalapenos. It, but does he slice yeah. them from a live jalapeno plant underneath the desk? No, the jalapeno plant's not underneath the desk. He gets them usually with the barbecue. They're asking about the jalapeno. They, they, that clip of you saying, "I just ate some jalapenos during the break." And uh, they're like, is it live jalapenos? Is he getting them from under the desk? Where's or the jalapeno plant? poppers, stuffed jalapenos. Jalapeno poppers, they want to know. I have jalapeno plants right behind my pool at my house. I Hell eat them yeah. pickled. I eat them raw. I eat them grilled. I love jalapenos. <laughs> jalapeno. Hell yeah. yeah pickled jalapenos are the best ones. Yeah, hell yeah. There you oh, go. Oh, man. Uh, I have like a million more <laughs> questions, but I don't want to take any more of Alex's time. Oh, uh, he already took off. He just okay, came good. into, uh, I, I thought he had already left actually, but we, we just got done. We shot, oh, I don't know, like 12 ads, I think. Oh, shit. Uh, in, in about a one, uh, less than an hour, we shot these, these ads. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, wow. I, I was worried, uh, Mofax awesome. and I were going to get pulled off the Noge industry because, uh, we, we plugged InfoWars products for like five minutes when well, Mo was on. Like, hey, you know Mo what? Was like, I take hey, the they iodine got a every kick-ass day. toothpaste, and I was like, "Yeah, man, that DNA yeah. force, that shit's good." It's. I mean, I love the iodine. I take the DNA force. I take the vitamin D. I take the Ultra Twelve, which is the uh, B formula. 
And then I, I I do some other things, but mainly it's those. And if I'm tired, I might take some brain force, but I don't I don't take that as much. But uh, I do have the original brain force still, which has the chemical that they had to take out. Um, I forget the name of it, but it's supposedly it's supposed to help rebuild those neurons quicker after um, or it puts that chemical back in your brain after you do psychedelics. I don't know why I'd need that, but hmm. that's what they say. Uh, and now it it's not in the new brain force. I think that's what it is. Yes. So you know about HCP. Yeah, that's a serotonin rebuilding uh, chemical. Correct. That mm-hmm. is it. And uh, you know who told me about that? And I had no idea. It was uh, John Milius's daughter when we were heading over to um, where were we going to uh, stop the steal in Arizona? So this is back in November of last year, and um, she was there. And we're all at the hotel out back having a few beers. And she mentioned, I, I'm looking for the old brain force. We still, I still buy it off eBay. I'm like, really? Why? And she told me about the 5 HTP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that fi- stuff really Isn't 5 HTP uh, what work. you're supposed to take after a, a long day of, mo- of too much Molly? Well, yeah, uh, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I've never had a long day of too much Molly. Yeah, neither have I. So I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't, I don't even know why I brought it up, really. <laughs> Uh, yeah, from what I understand about uh about the five HTP, it's a uh, serotonin uh, antagonist or uh, protagonist. So whenever you do something that depletes a lot of your serotonin, or if you just want more of it, you right. take some five uh, HTP, and it will help your brain to produce more for a short period of time. And I don't know if there was something where it got. I don't know if it got banned or anything. Let's see. Uh, is it banned? Do we know? I don't think so. They might have put more regulations on it, but I think you can. I think you can still get it without a prescription or anything. Because I know I got some at the. Uh, I think I got some at Kroger's a couple years ago, about two, three years ago. Let's see. I think There's I still no got approved it in there. drug product. Okay. There are currently no approved drug products containing 5-HTP approved by the FDA. Uh, mm. Frank, you know what's also interesting? The goddamn vaccines are not approved by the FDA either. Yet <laughs> you were playing a whole mix of people telling you to go get these stupid vaccines. Yeah, um, they're not okay. Yeah, so it says all five HCP products are nutraceuticals and are not regulated or verified. Uh, another interesting thing: I was putting up a bunch of Dr. Peter McCullough videos today. I went on a Peter McCullough kick, and he talks about we treat everyone with nutraceuticals, and he talks about all the things he does: quercetin and zinc, and sometimes hydroxychloroquine, sometimes ivermectin. It depends on the situation, but he has all these early treatment protocols, and you know the whole pandemic was created, as I guess all three of us know, because they did not offer any early treatment they just let people go into the hospital and they stuck a ventilator down their throat if they got sick enough yeah the whole the ventilator thing that they did with the uh yeah that's insane that they were like saying like we need more ventilators it's like these are not like, like these are super risky like why would you just be telling people without knowing anything about it that you need something shoved down your throat into your lungs to help you artificially breathe and like, obd covered it like not only did like most of the deaths from COVID were people that were put on ventilators because it trains your body to not have to use its lungs. OBDM played news clips from multiple sources of just mountains of ventilators that were still in the box unused, getting thrown into trash fills. And they're like, and it's like, Oh, we, we can't get enough ventilators. We can't get enough ventilators. It's like bullshit. Yeah, no, they're everywhere. And that's the disgusting thing. All the lies that have been going on. And then, you know, 
we have people that are saying we have to trust these people about wearing masks and being locked down. These are the people that are lying to us about where the, the virus came from. They're lying to us about early treatment. They're lying to us about um, the survivability of it. Now, it's not very dangerous. Even even those people that have died, it's still minuscule to the number of people that have supposedly tested positive for it. So, I don't yeah. know. it's a bunch of bullshit. All right. So you want to get the Drudge Report. So I'm going to pull up Drudge right now and see what, what kind of stories are on there. Now that Trump's not there, it's gotten a lot less uh, anti-Trump. But Haitian president assassinated. Government storm residents claim to be DEA agents. Uh, job openings stay at historic highs. That means nobody's going back to work. Four million people quit in month. That's a record. Patio furniture shortage tells economic tale. Uh, new Lambda variant is concerned for the WHO. What's funny is I saw Lambda. I immediately went back to the 1984 movie Revenge of the Nerds and searched up the scene where they go and try to become uh, a chapter of the Lambda 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 fraternity, which is an all-black historic fraternity. I guess at least in the movie it was. I don't know if it is in real life. But uh, they wanted at Adams College, they wanted to be the um, Lambda chapter there. And uh, Poindexter... The guy who plays the violin. Have y'all seen this movie before? Revenge of the Nerds? Uh, yeah, I've seen the first one. Uh, yeah, the first one's the best. It's been so long, right. yeah. So Poindexter, well, the only reason I searched it because I saw Lambda. I'm like, Lambda, 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 and Omega Moose. But uh, Poindexter is looking through their bylaws, and he goes, you have to take us on a provisional basis if we uh, if there isn't a chapter at the school. So they have to take them on a provisional basis, and then somehow they figure out a way to uh, to become Tri-Lambs. But that's the next variant, Lambda. So they're just getting these different things until people get scared. But they're all bull- it's all bullshit. Just real quick, I just kind of made this connection. Uh, interesting and kind of funny. Like Revenge of the Nerds, you know, the Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Uh, and that's the variant. And you've got guys like Bill Gates that are pushing it, who is like oh, the yeah. quintessential nerd. You know, like he is the nerd. Right. So this is the real life Revenge of the Nerds. They're just going to play Revenge out. The they're going to play out all the movies. Pushing no, these, it uh, is. COVID, it, uh, COVID. It, it, and I guess there's another one after this, too. After Lambda, there's a new one that, that's come out. So they just keep coming up with these variants, which we've known from, you know, listening to Adam and John talking about how they're creating these variants in the in the lab setting. And I don't I can't figure I don't know what test they've never even come out and said, oh, we're finding these tests, like we're using these tests to figure out if it's this variant or not. How do they even know what variant it is? Because the PCR test isn't certainly going to tell you. No, it seems it seems like a bunch of hooey. I mean, the the the, 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 what is it? The Delta variant. Now it's the Delta plus variant. Yeah, It's all bull. In Tennessee, weed is still illegal, but in you can get this stuff called Delta aid at gas stations. And this just goes to show you how educated people are around here about it. Uh, we, I work at a liquor store, and people were talking about like the Delta Eight stuff. It's like Does that shit really gets you high. I was like, yeah, the Delta Eight. And I was like, have you guys tried the Delta Plus variant? And everybody goes, oh yeah, yeah, that shit's crazy. Not realizing that I was re- <laughs> clearly referring to a, a f- fake strain of a virus. It's like a lot of people have no idea what the fuck's going on. It's pretty sad. No, they don't. And they love they love being ignorant and they love being told what to do. I mean, that's what we're finding. Uh, uh, the Zuby tweet Adam was talking about in the last show, I, I read that like the day before, I think, the, uh, the show. And, you know, all that stuff, people want to be led around. People want to be told what to do. People are afraid. And that just showed 
it, it basically this pandemic has brought everybody's insecurities out to the forefront and allowed them to act on those insecurities and then become ninnies about everything. Uh, so I'm scrolling down Drudge. Finally, we get to an anti-Trump thing. Book shock. Trump told, told the staff, Hitler did a lot of good things. Flashback. <laughs> Trump kept Adolf Hitler speeches, speeches by bed. Donald Seuss, Facebook, Google, Twitter. A lot so of ads the, on Drudge the, now I'm seeing. The three anti, uh, anti-Trump, or I guess two anti-Trump uh stories and of course trump came back and said no that's bullshit we never i never said that that's crazy and of course it's the guy john kelly who he fired and uh who was a, who was basically a gatekeeper anyway a little globalist in training there and a little stooge and uh you know that that but that is quint that is apropos it's a, like a, a great snapshot of the trump presidency like he has all these people that continually stab him in the back and you can't get anybody to talk about biden who's walking around like a fucking mental patient <laughs> you right. know the guy can't the guy can't tie his shoes the guy can't answer a question and and watch the trump press conference from today when he, when he filed this legs. lawsuit my god they answer ask a question he answers it immediately you know, it's not like, well, uh, um, I probably, uh, shouldn't, I probably uh, shouldn't say this. Uh, I don't know if I should say, yeah, yeah, I don't know if I should <laughs> talk. Biden says it all I'm going to get in trouble. I shouldn't say this. Uh, <laughs> it's like, who, who the fuck is this You're guy? He's going to get in trouble for talking? The president's <laughs> not allowed to talk anymore. He's going to get in trouble. Who, uh, who's get, who's going to get the president in trouble? You know, who? Who are George these people? Soros, bro. You know, I, I have a, okay, so. I remember, do you remember the South Park episode where the internet goes down and everything becomes black and white and they're like, I'm looking for some more internet out California way. Oh, wow. No, I don't know. I, you know, I don't watch a lot of South Park. It's old. Because it's there's a, so many Kay, good I'm ideas. Sure I don't, I don't want to be accused of stealing their ideas. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, Caleb, you remember that one? Uh, yeah, uh, vaguely. I've seen, I think, literally every single episode of South Park. Uh, so they all kind of run together. But in that episode, when when the internet goes down, they're like, well, let's look on Drudge. And this episode is from probably 15 years ago. And they're like, let's look on Drudge and see why the internet's down. And they're the like, oh, we don't have internet. <laughs> yeah. And they, they say in the yeah. episode, let's look on Drudge. So I, uh, I don't know. Like, it, when was the last time Drudge was on InfoWars? Was, is it when he was talking to Alex about the internet ghettos? That was pretty much the only time he's ever been on InfoWars. I mean, he's oh, never really? he's never come on since then or, or before then. That was the first time. And that was a surprise, too. He contacted one of our writers. And every once in a while, we get an InfoWars ping. We haven't got him lately. So I think if if there's a uh, changing of the guard, it's it's happened. Uh, but, I mean, even this year, we were still getting links to Drudge. So... I just yeah. love that Drudge Report still looks like a website from 1998. That's yeah. what I really love about it. The I mean, website the hasn't changed. Can't be anything, you know? Yeah. Those ads like, probably take like up more bandwidth than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Like the rest of it's just text and a couple of JPEGs that just slap on the page. But yet it's, it's a like beautiful the website. biggest. It might, it, I'm sure it's not anymore, but it used to be for a, like probably half a decade at least the biggest news site on the Internet, wasn't it? No, I I agree. I mean, the biggest news website, probably not the biggest one. Probably the biggest, biggest news site. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, definitely as far the as traffic goes. Yeah, uh, it was like a source site too. Like that and Associated Press were always the, like the original source websites that everybody else got their shit from. Yeah, like anything, I mean, I, you know, and what's news? funny is I have an AP app. I, I barely go to it though. 
I go to like three different aggregators that all look like Drudge, including Drudge, uh, Daily Mail, Infowars, and Gateway Pundit, and that's pretty much all I go to. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, because they're they have everything so that jumps off. Yeah, exactly. And I'll, anything I'll anything that's worth reading, they'll aggregate it to their site. Yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. No Agenda Social. I get a lot of good. The memes on No Agenda Social are fucking awesome. Yeah, it's No Agenda Social and the OB OBDM Discord is where I get all my good memes. That's <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you you did bring up. Uh, I guess you said you heard the Curry Adam Curry Joe Rogan from yesterday. Um, I did. You know, I heard. I guess the that. first half hour. Yeah, I heard the first half hour of it. I haven't listened okay. to the whole thing. I pulled one clip from that, and this was them talking about reliable sources with <laughs> Brian Seltzer. Yes. And, uh, man, but by the way, uh, I <laughs> I was watching so much reliable sources over the last two weeks, like hate watching, you know, like I, I hate, I like they do hate clips on No Agenda. I've been hate watching uh, <laughs> reliable sources on seeing it with Brian Seltzer. And I had a dream. <laughs> that I like got into a fist fight with Brian Stelter. <laughs> he probably liked it. I, I like I, it was like it was so ridiculous. It was like I pulled some prank back. I used to go to this church, First Baptist, and I pulled some prank where I faked my death and like Cameron or somebody and Brian were there and I, yeah. I, I made some like stupid prank and it might have been politically incorrect. I don't know. It's it was fresh in my mind when I woke up, but now it's kind of hazy. But I remember I made some kind of prank and then. Uh, I like stayed behind to watch <laughs> just to see like the reaction and Brian Stelter popped out of nowhere and tried to cancel me and I got into a fist fight <laughs> with him and then I ended up running away because like the entire news media this is like, so stupid but it's <laughs> funny enough that I'm going to tell the story I had like the entire news media like, real like life. <laughs> making a bunch of shit up about me and then I like fell asleep under an underpass in the dream and I woke up and I'm I'm running over and I see uh I run into Caleb and Caleb and I th- I was asleep for like maybe an hour or two and Caleb goes like dude where have you been you've been gone for like a month and I was like what I was only <laughs> I was only gone for like an hour and Caleb goes no I'm just fucking with you you were just gone for like an hour I was like oh. <laughs> that kind of sounds like something i would say <laughs> it, it, it went on and on but anyway uh i bring that i the, the whole dream was absolutely fucking ridiculous but i i did pull the uh the clip of curry on rogan talking about reliable sources and their comparison to tucker and alex and that's another thing that i have a complaint about we only do this show once a week, maybe twice. I'm getting pissed off because I'll pull a great clip and then I'll see Alex cover it like four days before I do my show. And I'm like, shit. Yeah, that, <laughs> you know, that's it's the blessing and the curse of doing three hours a day every day, including right. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Uh, you cover everything and it's hard. Like, and that's why I'm like, well, I should do a podcast. But I'm like, we cover everything. What am I going to cover? What am I going to say about this stuff? There's yeah. a few stories that that. I would cover that we don't cover on InfoWars, but for the most part, it's uh, he covers just about everything, or it's being covered well, on one of the other shows. Real quick, um, what's like an example of something you would cover that uh, uh, Alex doesn't cover on the show? I would probably get into more like, so sometimes the weird celebrity stuff I would get into. Um, Free Britney. Every once in a while, I get into, or even some sports drama, like, you know, stuff that's happening mm. in the sports world. 
Uh, like recently, Charles Barkley was talking about how he would he's getting ready to quit because of all the censorship that he has to you know. Go oh, that's through. terrible. And it would have been my yeah, yeah it would have been my call for Barkley and Shaq to do their own podcast. They'd make a lot more money, and they could say whatever the fuck they want. Even if they weren't able to show NBA clips, they could just describe what they're looking at. They could be watching the NBA clips and describing it. And people would still tune in because it's those two guys that are way funnier than anybody else. Absolutely. That's already what Charles Barkley kind of does is just commentate on stuff. So what's the difference between that and doing his own podcast? Exactly. You get Shaq in there who's hilarious. (laughs) And I just think... Nobody's appro- I don't think anybody's approached him in the right way or or maybe they they're getting I can't they can't be getting paid that much money that they cuz they could walk away from it and then any of these podcast networks will pay him a gazillion dollars whether it makes mm. money or not they'll still pay him because it'll be Shaq and Charles Barkley you know Yeah they go on Joe Rogan one time and talk about it and boom they've got like oh, yeah. what a quarter million people immediately following them and listening Right I mean that's all they got to do That's it and people and, you know they'll do it and and they'll be interesting to watch because they are old school, and that's what we're lacking now. We're, we have too many of these young kids coming up that are afraid to say anything, or they want to tell everybody how to talk and how to think. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh, you were talking about that that clip that that Curry and Rogan were talking about. I actually did a remix of it that I just sent you, and oh, um, I, uh, I think I, I I think I nailed it. I texted it to your phone. Oh shit! Okay, and. Uh, um, can you like it's up it's up on uh it's up on you can go to freeworldnews.tv and it's world exclusive aliens reveal themselves on CNN and let's see if i <laughs> all right uh, i'm going to play the uh the curry clip while i get that queued up over here all right uh i, I do think this was uh yeah like i said they uh, so i had actually literally pulled this clip and then alex played it or at least talked about it, and then Curry and Rogan talked about it, and I was like, well, I, I don't even need to worry about it, but I'm going to play the clip of them talking about it because they did better anyway. Both men were saying things that are logical. Mm-hmm. They're both saying what you said earlier, like there was most likely agent provocateurs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that at least had some part in that January 6th uh, invasion of Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. Like That's not an outrageous thing to say. So just by connecting him to Alex Jones. He's trying to dismiss Tucker Carlson, but what he's not dismissing is the actual veracity of the statements. He's not... Of course not. But the things that he's saying aren't that outrageous. Like, let's... What what were the things that they pointed out? See if you could find that. There's There's a clip that's online... It was all about January 6th. It was a, it was a several things, mm-hmm. but those things were not outrageous. It's not like, uh, you know, there's interdimensional child molesters and they're coming through your window in the middle you of the just, night. You do such a good yeah. fucking Alex Jones. <laughs> I've known the guy forever. <laughs> you, you you know, know, but, I, I need like a, a jingle, you know, like an Alex Jones, Adam Curry <laughs> jingle from you. Just so I, I can, can do it. I, I actually play <laughs> Alex Jones in Sturgill Simpson's album. Sturgill Simpson's in his most recent album. There's... Um, the opening segment, a guy gets in the car and he's he's spinning through the radio dials trying to find something to listen to. And there's Alex Jones ranting and raving about the Illuminati. And that's me. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> ah, you're good, man. That's good. That's good. You got it down. You yeah. Really okay. Do. So here it is. This is uh, Oliver Darcy is was on. Is this, with, uh, is this smokable? What yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that I think the government spies on me. Uh, it's admitted that they do. It is a lie to say there are no risks. The risks 
in everything, including in getting a vaccine. Everybody's got family that got killed or got sick from a vaccine. So F- so uh, they do this thing where they, they black out, like they'll play Tucker and then they'll turn it black and white and then they'll show Alex talking and then they'll turn it black and white and play Tucker on the other side of the screen. It's kind of like some kind of MK Ultra shit they're doing. FBI if we make it black and white, it'll were, seem terrible. Yeah. You know? <laughs> FBI <laughs> operatives were organizing the attack on the Capitol on January 6th, according to government documents. It is overwhelming the evidence that criminal elements of the federal government provocateured and staged January 6th. Okay, pause. All right. So that... What he just showed, none of that is outrageous. First of all, we know from Edward Snowden that the NSA has been monitoring emails and everything. everything. So that's fact. Well, it's a a little different. They collect everything, Mm -hmm. and then when they need it, they go in and get it. Exactly. But the idea that they're not monitoring Alex Jones... Is insane, right? Of course. So whether or not they're monitoring Tucker Carlson, I don't know. I don't know. But we know that they have the ability to do so. That's, uh, I love everything about that. But then they, uh, they never actually got around to what, uh, Oliver Darcy and Brian Stelter, who looks a lot suspiciously, looks like Jared Fogel, uh, they ne- they never got around to what they said after those clips, but and after I play the uh, actual reliable sources clips, I'll play your remix of it. Here we go. Oh, this just is, play my remix. My re- you don't need to, it has, need to it play has the, all, the remix. Has all of it's it in got there. the whole thing. It's okay. got the whole right, four minutes. Yeah, it just starts. With, this is a uh, part with uh, they, they live guy putting on the glasses. Right here, he puts Choose on the glasses. Your Roddy, Roddy, reality Parker. culture. Yeah. Is pervading every corner of American life. Choose your own reality. If oh, you want to believe that the Proton Riots of January 6th were instigated by the feds, you can choose a show that claims that is true. You can choose a TV star who claims it's real. Carlson is a conspiracy monger, but he's far from the first. As my colleague Oliver Darcy pointed out this week, Carlson is sounding more and more like InfoWars host and notorious conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. You can. I got to pause it real quick. Is it true? I can't remember where I heard this, but I feel like I heard it on InfoWars. Is it true that Oliver Darcy tried to get a job at InfoWars before CNN hired him? Uh, I think there's an email somewhere that we found in our system a long time ago. Yes, that he did contact us. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you guys. I don't know. He, he never did, got past the, the, the initial stages. I just love the idea that, like, Darcy didn't get hired by InfoWars and he was butthurt about it. So he went to work for CNN and just all he does on CNN is try to get Alex canceled. Yeah. <laughs> it seems no, like uh, that's what happened. It's great. Um, that happens a lot, honestly. People get mad at Alex because he cuts them off or something because they want to come on and expose the Jews. And, <laughs> uh, you know, Alex is suddenly... Suddenly he goes, all right, all right, I've, I've, I've given you five minutes and that's it. And, then, and they go, oh, you're trying to protect the Jews. And then they <laughs> make it their life's mission to then go after Alex. And you know what? It doesn't doesn't work. I mean, honestly, oh, you're Jewish, right? <laughs> uh, I'm actually I'm actually not. I'm, I'm raised Roman Catholic, but I, I have a great affinity for Jewish people in Israel. You're gay. That's oh. what it is. 
and notorious <laughs> conspiracy theorist, Alex Jones. You can hear the similarities. The NSA has been reading our emails. It's not that I think the government spies on me. Uh, it's admitted that they do. It is a lie to say there are no risks. The risks in everything, including in getting a vaccine. Everybody's got family that got killed or got sick from a vaccine. So FBI operatives were organizing the attack on the Capitol on January 6th, according to government documents. It is overwhelming the evidence that criminal elements of the federal government provocateured and staged January 6th. All right, Oliver Darcy is back with me. I love how, I love how big you made out Darcy's head look. <laughs> he looks like a I think the sound speaks That's for itself. Me. Is it a stretch to oh. say that Tucker Carlson is the new Alex Jones? That's just how he looks. It's, it's not a stretch, Brian. Tucker Carlson is the new Alex Jones. Uh, if you watch Tucker Carlson's program and you watch Alex Jones's program, uh, they might differ a little bit in antics and the, the way they deliver their message, but that message to viewers is consistent, and it's, it's pretty identical, uh, whether it's talking about vaccine conspiracy theories, false flag conspiracy theories, deep state conspiracy theories. The messages that Tucker Carlson and Alex Jones are sending are the same. Uh, they, they seem to see eye to eye on the biggest issues that they talk about every single night. Don't blink. Don't even blink. Do we know anything about their relationship or whether they have one? Oh, because hey, pause it for like- a second. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the reason I threw that clip in there, it's from an old Doctor Who. I actually just searched don't blink because Oliver Darcy doesn't blink the entire fucking time he's talking. It's really <laughs> creepy. What's <laughs> Dude, Darcy, uh, wasn't that the reason Alex got officially, that was his, like, final reason he got banned from Twitter? They, oh, they Tim said Poole, he was harassing him on Yeah, Tim Pool brought live. that up uh, to Jack Dorsey and Vidya on, on uh, Rogan. And yeah. the reason, like, the reason they gave for the final reason Alex got pulled from Twitter was because he talked to Albert Darcy, and she reads the quote, and she's like, Alex Jones said, you look like a possum who got caught doing some really bad stuff, in my view. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> What's of all the that? things to ban Alex for, you're going to ban him because he's told Oliver Darcy he looks like a possum who got caught doing some bad stuff. It, it caught, like crawled out of the, awesome. caught out of a cat rear end of a cow. <laughs> I, I was right there filming that. I'm one of the camera guys there filming, no, smiling shit. the entire time. Oh, yeah, it was, it was great. <laughs> a little punk, uh, dude, and then you know sick. he uses his little power, his little sensor power, and he thinks he's he thinks he's great. But you know what? He could never make fun of Alex the way we we made fun of him. He can't do it. He couldn't even come close. That's the beautiful thing about it because he has no sense of humor because he has no soul. In my view, no, I agree. No, it, the people that are pro censorship, no matter what side of the political spectrum you're on, the people that want voices they disagree with shut down across the board no sense of humor they have no. and you can say the same thing about the religious right that wanted certain like pornography or even like raunchy movies banned it's mm-hmm. they, you have no sense of humor you have no heart you have no soul and brian stelter and oliver darcy are the prime examples of this type of thing they're just they're just secular puritans exactly it, it, it truly is disgusting. All right, we can finish because there's a Two lot back, to learn from these people. Yeah. <laughs> to back sound bites. One is of Tucker sympathizing with Jones, but the other one has Alex Jones basically saying, hey, yeah. And by the way, the, uh, the, uh, what's it called? It's 
with the modulated like high pitched voice that is the put on Brian's voice going on. <laughs> the Brian Stelter Brian Stelter's voice here, which is created a higher pitch. Little actually, elf hat. Yeah, it, it little actually, elf hat on Brian Stelter. <laughs> little like wooden shoes on him. Be like, yeah, and shrink him Smart. down to like three yeah. feet tall. It actually makes him sound more human than his normal voice. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm trying to humanize these people. Yeah, I'm going to let it's hard. Tucker present this uh, January 6th conspiracy theory first. I'm going to let Tucker present the inside job theory because he's going to do a great job with it. And when I heard that, I thought, are these two guys in cahoots? Like, are they friends? Do they communicate? Let's listen to these two sound bites and then we'll talk about it. I made the decision not to get into this until it broke on Tucker. Because I thought he'd do a better job than I did. He did. He did a great job in 15 minutes. Why do we laugh at Alex Jones again? Sincere question. Are they bros? What do we know about the relationship? It does sound like they're talking to each other, right, bro? If they would have done two minutes of research, they would know that Alex has talked on his show about how he talks to Tucker on the phone. Yeah, exactly. They have Tucker's been to our studio before. Yeah. Tucker came to our studio in like 2015 or 2016, something like that. Maybe so these guys have done so little research, they're like, yeah. do they talk to each other? Uh, is Tucker and Alex talking <laughs> to each other? Oh, They could Crazy. be. They could be bros. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, you don't have to take it from us. Uh, just listen to that clip you played of uh, Tucker Carlson. He's basically saying that he doesn't think that Tucker Car- or that that Alex Jones's views are out there; that they're crazy. Uh, evidently, he thinks that they're legitimate and should be debated, and he's bringing them up on his own show. And Brian, this matters because these uh, far-right conspiracy theories—they used to be confined to the Infowars section on the internet. You have. To- I like how Brian Stelter holds his hands up when he says "confined." Brian Stelter holds his oh, hands yeah, he's up like, like, yeah. they're, they're like they were like how I choke children. I took children this way. <laughs> like he's strangling somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, kid. Get some free I'm candy. Not that old. But I remember when the Republican Party and Fox News mocked Alex Jones and said, that guy is crazy. We're not going to touch that sort of stuff. Uh, but now Fox's face is effectively Alex Jones. The de facto leader of the Republican Party is touting the same stuff that Jones touts on his show. And Fox remains silent about what if, but what would be if true, an abuse of power. If the NSA is actually right. reading Tucker's right. emails. Just real um, quick. My thing is that Tucker Carlson's energy compared to Alex Jones' energy is nothing. Tucker Carlson is a grandma at Sunday morning church telling everybody what she did that weekend to help a homeless person. Whereas Alex Jones is a fire and brimstone pastor telling you you're going to hell if you don't put $5 in that plate. There's no comparison. comparison. There's just no comparison between the two. Like I like Tucker and I like Alex Jones, but there's just, you can't compare these two. (laughs) They have like similar points, but that's about it. That's about where the line ends right there. Yeah. The presentation is what is night and day. Tucker has a lot more awkward pauses. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Well, that's because he has a teleprompter. And as Alex Jones told us, I'm teleprompter for you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm teleprompter for you. Sorry about that. Helping you. <laughs> <laughs> Jalapenas. <laughs> I got uh, a jalapeno plates. <laughs> got I got uh, a two minutes five. left on this. You want me to wrap it? <laughs> yeah, wrap. Well, there's uh, not much. Uh, that's that's an ad and stuff at the end, but yeah, it's almost done. Okay. And that's really disturbing. But for some yeah, reason, and- Fox hasn't condemned the NSA. They haven't demanded an investigation. They haven't called for congressional inquiry. Like, Fox hasn't said anything. It's like they don't believe him. 
<laughs> it, cuts, it cuts to a picture of Jabba the Hutt with Brian Seltzer's face and a little <laughs> guys. That little dude is uh is uh Darcy. <laughs> that's great. Do you, do you want to do you want to know his name? That is that's Salacious Crumb. That's his Salacious name. Crumb. Salacious Crumb. That's the guy that does the laugh. Yeah, yeah, the little imp guy. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Holy shit. Yeah, so well, that that's was, what I do. That's that what, I get great. paid to do that, by the way. That's awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dream job, man. It's like, that's and, the best job. And, and the best payment was yesterday when Joe goes, what are you working on? And I played that for him, and he's watching it, and he kind of laughs at the voice. But when it cuts to Darcy, he just fell on the floor. He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. Stop. Uh, he couldn't stop. Hell yeah. He's laughing his ass off. Yeah. He played it this morning on the show, and he's he's like laughing his ass off in, in my office. It's like he couldn't stop laughing. He's like, Man. this thing is so good. I think he said it to Tucker. So uh, there's your connection. There's your Tucker connection. I think he nice. said it to him. So. <laughs> yeah, it, like, if if I have your number, then I know fucking Alex and Tucker have each other's numbers. It's obvious. Like, they, yeah, it, like it it, 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 it's, it's not a conspiracy that they're in cahoots, but CNN makes it seem like, oh, my God. Are they talking to each other? We got oh. people talking to each other. <laughs> Nobody's allowed to talk to each other unless it's approved by DNN. <laughs> That's shit. what you're dealing with. That's the mentality. No one's allowed to talk except CNN. CNN could go, they could go fucking dox people and do whatever they want and nothing happens to them, but nobody else gets to talk. It's weird. It's very weird. That's right? gotta be like, uh, that's gotta be like an on purpose kind of mental trick to play on people that only watch CNN, especially like older people that only see CNN or something like that. Right? Yeah. Because it's like they, they say it's like, oh, everybody else that's not CNN is doing all these things that are bad, but if you listen to us, you'll get the truth. So if you mainly or only watch CNN, that's your reality. Exactly. That's like a that's like a mean kind of manipulative little trick to play specifically on older people that are forced to watch it, like at a nursing home or something. Yeah, that's and that's, that's well, that's where it is. It's nursing homes and it's in airports where people are forced to watch. That's how they get their numbers. You know, they're like, oh, mm. at the end of that clip, as a clip from Sagar and whatever her name is, and uh, she's she's saying that um, they CNN hadn't had a million viewers on any of their shows in the last two weeks or something. That's the shit. That's how it ends because that's that's literally they're in the toilet, they're in the crapper, and you know. Really, the only thing they have going for them is that they have such a big network and vast crew, they can go on location and do breaking news. But other than that, mm. they're useless. Like people like Brian Stelter are useless. Nobody watches them. They're I just, love what Mark Dice does. He's the lowest with the little, uh, <laughs> where he just does the Mickey Mouse. He he just literally takes word for word Brian Stelter videos, and Mark Dice will just re- <laughs> voice over yeah, it with like a little Mickey Mouse voice. I'm I'm Brian Stelter. <laughs> 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 it's genius. It's, it's definitely genius. What are y'all? What are y'all yeah. drinking on tonight? I forgot to ask. I am tr- first time I've tried this beer. It's a flamingo flamingo fruit fight tart ale brewed with passion fruit and lime. It's all right. I'm I'm on uh, number four right now. Oh, good. Uh, I have had nothing today because I've been at work. Uh, I had a glass of water and I've just finished that. I might Ooh. have. You know what? I got a Coors Banquet beer. I'm going to go grab. I know where. Hell yeah. 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 Oh, uh, I am on number four as well, and uh, I am sipping on Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA. Ooh, 
Nice. 7.5 AP, maybe alcohol by volume. Whatever that one is. I'm going to go to break. ABV. I'm going to come back. I'm going to go to break. We're going to come back. I'm going to go to break. (laughs) I'm going to come back. And all I can tell you is. Yingling. Hell yeah. I wish I had. This is bad. Drink soy and become sterilized and watch uh, Rachel Maddow. (laughs) (laughs) You know how how Alex Jones says cores? Corkers, curs, 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 way, baby. All right, so uh, yes, I have cracked open a curs golden banquet beer. Hells to the yes. oh, yeah, the banquet. So it beer. looks like it's in a red stripe bottle. <laughs> oh, hey, banquet, banquet's not bad. It's uh, probably the can. Cor- no, 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 I, I no it's in a bottle, uh, but it's like a little short bottle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In Colorado, I went to the Coors. Uh, what do you call it? A factory brewery. Curs, curs. Yeah. And you, you pay 10 Curse bucks life. and they show you how everything's made and you, they got like bottles shooting across, literally like shooting cans across the conveyor belt, like up in the air and it goes on the conveyor belt. It's pretty cool. And then uh, for 10 bucks, you get the wristband and you get three, uh, free drinks at the end of it. So it's basically three curs. Yeah. It's nice. Um, yeah. You get a curs light, a curs banquet and, uh, I had a blue, the, I had two blue moons cause it was like curse. the best beer they offered there. Oh, they make blue moon. Okay. They make blue moon. Yeah. Oh, for That's real? Good. Blue Moon with a oh, slice yeah. of orange is not bad. Not bad at all. That's some good shit right there. One time I and, was uh, we were stuck in a, uh, where was it? We were in uh, Long Beach flying up to San Francisco. And the, the plane, and then we were going to fly home, but the plane got delayed all day. And literally, we're in this little bar, and the lady's like, all I got is Blue Moon and orange juice. And we're like, sounds like breakfast. <laughs> We've had Blue Moon with orange juice. So we had a little extra vitamin C in them. And uh, it was great. I mean, we were there for about six hours. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <sighs> so I I, uh, I have one clip left. It's a hate clip. And uh, oh, let's hear if it. somebody wants to veto this, feel free. But it's Keith Oberman. No, oh, and I like Keith Oberman. I mean, he's a classic <laughs> example of insanity. Yeah, this on. dude is off the fucking rails. Uh, yeah. All right, you want when you want to rocket? Well, we'll set it up. What's he bitching about? He's talking about uh, the Fourth of July march and the January sixth and how. I mean, you just have to hear it. He's uh, to set it up. Uh, all you need to know is he's standing. He's filming himself holding a phone. Which is why the audio quality is so bad. So he has no crew now. He has yeah, zero he's crew. He's holding a phone, filming himself on what looks like the balcony of a hotel, like one of those like hotel balconies. Wow. Yeah, it's it's outrageous. But yeah, here you go, Keith. Over. In Philadelphia, Fourth of July weekend in the cradle of our nation, in the birthplace of our democracy, was celebrated with a white supremacist march. 200 white males in hoods with smoke bombs, some carrying shields, some carrying American flags, but American flags with fascist symbols on them, marched past Philadelphia City Hall. They they were Patriot Front. Have you heard of Patriot Front? Because I don't know about it. I hadn't heard about Patriot Front until... There was a uh, somebody defaced the George Floyd statue, and they said Patriot Front uh, claimed responsibility. I'd never heard of them, and I go, this is like an FBI sheep dip group that they created after January 6th to sense. find people. And sense. and then let me tell you this, and I'll send you this picture. This is a picture I took in – I was in New York the weekend after – or the weekend it happened. It was like end, end, of, end of June, and we're at a uh, – on Jersey City overlooking New York – and the a sign. I'm going to send you this picture right now, and um, it's a Patriot Front sticker. 
brand new sticker sitting on this sign. You could look at it for yourself. It says, uh, life of our nation, life, liberty, victory of our nation, of our people, of the American spirit, patriotfront.us. And then I tried to go to the website for a little bit and all I got was the circle of death. I couldn't even bring up the website and I'm like, I'm already getting tracked and I turned off my phone. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to go down for patriotfront.us. <laughs> and I tell you, it looks like a bunch of doofuses and I don't, I don't know anybody and who goes around saying, I'm a white supremacist. I'm a white supremacist. I don't know these people. <laughs> I've, and I've lived in Texas, Louisiana and Pennsylvania, a place where, you know, what was funny is when I lived in Louisiana, we, my school is about 30% black. And it was about a third. I move up to Pennsylvania. I go to this school. There's three blacks. And they, and, and the white kids were a lot more racist in Pennsylvania than the kids in Louisiana. It was very interesting. The kids in Louisiana you, were actually around them. Uh, exactly. Everybody got along. Everybody, you know, hey, we're all, we, we got to live together. Let's, let's get along. And they yeah. weren't. And in this part of, you know, there's, there's, there's blacks in Pittsburgh, but not where I was in, in the foothills of outside of Pittsburgh, but there wasn't a lot of uh, black families there. And, you know, there's three black kids and they called one of them. They called this one kid. They called him Brian Gumble because he dressed nice and he looked, <laughs> he looked kind of like Brian Gumble. So they called him yeah. Brian Gumble and I felt so bad for him. I'm like, God, how do they do that to the poor kid? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's worse people to be called than Brian Gumble. You know? <laughs> That's true. He's fairly successful. You know. I'm looking at the picture you texted me. Yeah, you see Life, it? So that, that's nation, a brand new Liberty sticker, Liberty of too. our people, victory of the American spirit, patriotfront.us. And it yeah, looks... And I'm, it looks... Well, uh, go ahead. What do you think? Uh, uh, real quick, I mean, Sir basically- Spencer in the chat says it's 100% fed honeypot. They front... Oh, yeah. 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 Totally. Now, totally. I'm looking at this picture, and it looks like something fucking Amazon would sell. Like, <laughs> exactly. This, and you could probably buy them so, on Amazon still. This shit is so, like, overproduced. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. You know what? I, I'm going to ask. I, I got to get – so I'm going to go shoot this interview tomorrow with Nick and, and Alex, and I'm going to get their opinion on Nick it. Nick the because, Rat? No, Nick Fuentes. Nicholas J. Fuentes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's having, currently yeah. having white boy summer is what he calls it. <laughs> that guy's funny. Oh yeah. They tried to cancel him and it didn't stick. He, he, it didn't well, stick. It didn't yeah. stick. I saw him this morning. First thing I said to him was, don't let him cancel white boy summer, Nick. <laughs> that, that, uh, that, in, that debate between him and Robert Barnes was really entertaining. It was. It was. And, um, you know, and I like Robert Barnes too. I just think he didn't, he wasn't prepared. As Nick was, because Nick, that's all he does is argue this shit, and Robert doesn't. And so yeah, I, I, I think he went in thinking Barnes, he didn't uh, have to. Trying to get him on the show. I love Robert Barnes, but Nick is like a he's he he's more savvy with the uh, what do you, what would you call it the um, the subject control matter. like well yeah just uh, and also just savvy with trolling like. Nick, Nick has oh, yeah, more of a yeah. sense of humor than Barnes does, I guess. Well, and I think after the debate is when. You know, I I was here for it. I watched it. I was like, ah, it, to me, it was all kind of very milk toast in, in terms of you know. I don't think anybody blew anybody else away. Now right. after the debate, when Nick's editors and whatnot went together and grabbed all the clips and put all the stuff together, that's when he won the debate. When he his aftermath is where I think he like totally took it away from Barnes. Oh, but I thought they were both very civil to each other, and I think honestly. 
Didn't more Lars debates like that need uh, to happen. Nick on Twitter though. Yeah, he did, and that's how you know he lost. You know, that's yeah. when you lost. When, but I think it it I like wasn't both, Nick so hitting not... him. It was all the trolls hitting him. And I think after a while, yeah. it's just like, oh fuck this. Um, you know. And so I totally get where Barnes is coming from. Right. If I had a bunch of people sniping at me, I'd fucking block them. Who cares? You know. Right. That's what Dvorak does. I think Dvorak <laughs> has at this point blocked half of No Agenda Social. He probably has. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't know like, what's going on. I didn't know about that. It's <laughs> like, yeah, because you don't, you don't get a feed. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you want me to continue with this uh, Keith Overman clip? Patriot Front. Patriot Front. Uh, they oh, they're, Patriot gonna, Front. they're coming after me. This is a less intelligent version of the KKK or the Proud Boys. Some of them think that African Americans have been deliberately getting themselves shot and killed by the police. <gasps> what? Oh, who, who thinks that? Who Afri- says that? African who says that? Yeah, African Americans are deliberately getting shot. themselves shot and killed by the police. Who says this? To make the police who says look this? Bad. Nobody yeah. thinks that. I would have no. never met in my life somebody that thinks that. Been deliberately getting themselves shot and killed by the police in order to provoke a race war. Yeah. This march happened literally as the night of July 3rd became the morning literally. of July 4th. Welcome to Donald Trump's America. Wait, I, whoa, 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 This is Biden's America. This is Biden's America. Biden owns this one. I never heard of PatriotFront.us until Biden showed up. Then it became this big I bet Keith Overman's fucking interns started Patriot Front. The fact that you would lead a story saying that a certain race of people are happy to get themselves shot and killed yeah. is the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. Hey, you got to send me that clip because I'm going to play that for him tomorrow. I'm going to be like, you guys have to comment on this because okay. this, I yeah, saw I this as a honeypot a mile away when they went, when they mentioned it on the George Floyd thing. You know what it was? I was flying in. We were flying in into Jersey, into Newark, New Jersey. And I'm watching the live TV because I'd finished watching the movie or whatever. And they're talking about it. And the lady's looking right at the camera. And it was CBS. I think it was their national CBS. So we know it was CIA. And she's like, a known racist group, Patriot Front. And I'm like, I've never heard of Patriot Front. A, a known racist group? And then she mentioned their website. And I'm like, why is she mentioning their website? Why is she promoting Patriot Front? And I'm like, how do they know it was Patriot Front? Because they they supposedly stenciled their name on the thing. But you notice they never caught those people that defaced the George Floyd Memorial, just like they never caught the pipe bomber who put the pipes outside the RNC headquarters and the DNC headquarters. In oh, DC yeah. That is like he put, we don't, we don't like, catch those people. They never the, get caught. Remember the guy that sent pipe bombs to like Obama and Soros and Hillary and all that? And it, and yeah. it was like, it was like. Yeah, he had a bunch of Infowars and Trump stickers. Or no, it wasn't even Infowars. It was just Trump stickers all over. He had a bunch over, of like, Trump stuff, yeah. It was like over-the-top amount. It was like the entire van was covered in Trump stickers. So it was like no, <laughs> nobody, no matter how much they love Trump, is going to go over-the-top. I believe like, his name was Junior Sayok. That was yeah. his name. And he had a weird past, too. Like when we started looking into him, he's there's, not a lot adds up with that guy. I mean, he yeah, could have been a Trump fan. Who knows? I don't think he mailed it. Yeah, I don't know if he mailed those pipe bombs to him. I think he was a fucking uh, sheep dip. It's funny that uh, Curry hadn't heard of the term sheep dip. I had heard that. I've known about that term for years. He talked a couple shows ago. He talked about sheep dipped. Sheep dipped. Okay, real quick. I've never heard that. Is that like like a patsy or what is that? It's it's a way to you make a patsy. So you take a guy who's going to be your fall guy and you go put him in with a group. Yeah, you put him in with a group. 
of uh, of Patriot Front people, and oh, and then he does something. And it's like he was with Patriot Front. He's a known Patriot Front member. And then you know, I have fuck Patriot Front. I could care less about them. But then the feds yeah. go in and raid Patriot Front when you know, and they're like, well, we didn't oh, know because- he was just here for two meetings, and he said he wanted to shoot people, so we kicked him out. I'm not saying Patriot Front would do this. They're probably all feds. But that's yeah. what happens. That's what happened with Timothy McVeigh. He went <sighs> into a place called Elohim City, which what they said was a white supremacist group. But it was a bunch of guys, you know, shooting guns and they were, they were a militia. And so they stick him up there in Elohim City and then they don't like him. They kick him out. And then he goes and bombs with Terry Nichols, supposedly the Murrah building, even though they yeah. find Timothy McVeigh passed out in a car. He's got, he's incoherent. Um, there was a third man they saw getting out of the Ryder truck that, I think is a guy named Al Husseini Hussein, who was a uh, Iraqi, I think, Air Force pilot who came to the United States after the first Iraq war. They brought him in because I think he was a turncoat. And so then, you know, what do you do when you're a turncoat, but you have military uh, experience? Well, you work for the feds and you do things like that. You run operations and don't get caught. And yeah. that, you know, that that's all just my beliefs from uh, mm-hmm. looking at the video and looking at the images of, of John Doe number three or John Doe number two is what I think they called him. Yeah, I, I watched mm-hmm. uh, I, I went back down the rabbit hole of the Oklahoma City bombing in the last month or two. I watched like three, four documentaries on it. And yeah, that whole thing was absolutely completely, uh, I guess staged would be the wrong word, but it was instigated by the feds. Like They wanted that shit no, to so happen. They blew the building up. Yeah. There's witnesses that saw repairmen putting gray sticks of butter on the on the support columns. Yeah. What do you think those gray sticks of butter are? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, lubricant. it's actually it's yeah. beam lubricant so that the building could be more <laughs> That's lube. right. So it could and slide it, better. And if they were if they were happy to kill all those men, women and children, like extrapolate that out cuz that's confirmed in my opinion that that Oklahoma City, like the feds, did that. And if they if they extrapolate that out, if they're willing to do that, what else are they willing to do? Right. Exactly. Uh, keep going with this Keith Oberman clip. Uh, this. I, oh, I, let me I say one thing first, to, right before we go. Or, yeah, yeah. Or I did send it to you um, on uh, No Agenda Social, by the way. Oh, thank you. Some of the best footage of the day Oklahoma City happened. Uh, came is on the documentary that Alex produced called 9-11 Road to Tyranny. Great documentary. The the nine eleven footage is great, but when he goes to the whole section on Oklahoma City and he plays footage after footage of them going, the police have found a second bomb and a third bomb. The, the third bomb has not gone off here. You can see the bomb vehicle going into the garage, and here it comes out with the third bomb. It was the third bomb that they found. They said it was bigger than the other two. Thank God the third bomb didn't explode. The governor gets on. Yes, there was a third bomb. Thank God that one didn't explode. And the governor's brother wrote a book about a terrorist named Tom McVeigh, too. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. That <laughs> doesn't get any weirder. <laughs> All right. On to Keith. Okay, yeah, Keith. Oh, Keith. Of course, Trump had already emerged from his sewer to his latest Florida fascist rally to make his latest moronic complaints and proclaim his latest psychopathic guesses. Six months removed from Trump's coup, many of us have begun to think of him in the past tense. This is a fatal mistake. For groups like Patriot Front have been given license by Trump and have been emboldened by Trump, and they will not go away until we make them go away. 
And what makes them especially dangerous now is not just that they delusionally believe Trump will somehow be restored to the presidency next month. It's that Trump is now demanding the identity of the peace officer who shot Ashley Babbitt, one oh, of the terrorists no. who attacked the... Did you notice how he called him peace officer? That's right. He was a uh, security guard. Yeah, I found it interesting that he said peace officer. To attack so the Capitol during so Trump's last rebrand a security guard, to calling him a peace officer. Well, it's, it's Capitol <laughs> it's, Police and security guard are a little different. Capitol Police okay. are a little more up. We well, were supposedly on Pence's security detail. Oh, so he's like a Secret Service then, almost. Yeah, something like that. Coup attempt. He wants the name unmasked so that his worshippers can try to kill the officer, just as they wanted to kill Mike Pence. <laughs> Don't All the people that went to the Capitol wanted to kill Mike Pence. Donald Trump is not, in the functioning sense of the term, a human being. <laughs> to him, only his needs matter. Only he exists. The worst of his followers, like Patriot Front, agree with him. In point of fact, of course, if Donald Trump were to unmask the person responsible for killing Ashley Babbitt, he would be unmasking himself. Ashley Babbitt was killed by Donald Trump as sure as if Trump oh. pulled the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> what? What kind of a claim is that? And this Donald guy... Trump and Baron Trump went to Ashley Babbitt's house and just shot him in the face. That's it. We got videos of it. There was 300 witnesses. <laughs> Baron Trump said, go, go, Donald, go. You notice how he called Ashley Babbitt a terrorist as if somebody who is completely unarmed, let alone a woman, is a terrorist. She didn't have any weapons. And, and a veteran. And a veteran. And a veteran. And a US, yes, a military veteran, unarmed, and a woman. No no weapons, not even a hammer or a pocket knife. She just, she's a terrorist. Keith Oberman, Keith Oberman just throws that out there. Like, we're all supposed to go, oh, yeah, oh, okay. Fucking crazy. Now, so, hey, let me ask you this. Actually, is he, does yeah. it look like he's reading a script? I don't have the video pulled up. I pulled this clip earlier, but it oh, looks like clip. he's okay. just kind of looking at his phone and talking into it while he's holding it. Okay. But I don't right. know. But I did send you the actual video, so feel free to dig into it later. Babbitt was killed by Donald Trump as sure as if Trump pulled the trigger, as will whoever gets killed when the Patriot Front scum inevitably reach that point. <laughs> Patriot A white scum. supremacist march in Patriot Philadelphia Front on 4th scum. of July weekend. They must be stopped. Trump must be, must be stopped, and as Trump their threats of violence stopped. increase, which way we diffuse them seems to matter less and less. Which way we seemed... That was the... We should the shoot him in the head! Yeah. Burn him to the ground! Which way Tie we him up, burn the him at the stake! You're right! The Trump supporters, whatever way we diffuse them, matters less and less. It's like, whoa, Jeez. dude. Wouldn't I he want them incinerated with Jewish lasers, Jewish space <laughs> lasers. I the shape shifting cube. What, what was his uh, chambers? What was his uh? Where did where was he? Was he on NBC? What was he on before he went like crazy off the rails doing his own shit? ESPN. <laughs> was, was it really? ESPN? That was before he went crazy. That was before. He, after that, he was totally crazy. I think he was MSNBC. It must have been. Yeah, it must have been MSNBC. MSNBC. Yeah. Him and Rachel Maddow are probably 69 every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I know we've kept you uh, a little bit longer than scheduled, man, but thanks for hanging out. And yep. Grunions, uh, Grunions, 
Season two will happen at some point. And it, it will Alan, be Alan keeps show telling notes. me it's going to happen. Yes, thank you. Grunions will be linked in the show notes. Obviously, Infowars, Band Up Video will be linked in the show notes. Rob Dew, a.k.a. Sir Ducifer, thanks for hanging out, yes. man. Anything yes, else you want to uh, let people no, know about? No, I think I got everything off my chest. That was great. I appreciate it. Dude. Appreciate we, the we'll, platform. Man, uh, you're welcome here anytime. You're, uh, you're family oh, yeah. here. And uh, in the morning to you. In the morning, go podcasting. Go podcasting. Does Search Seat Sitter have a show that I, that I should know about? But he, everyone has it. Have you noticed everybody that listens to our show has a show? There goes Chris from Abs in a Six Pack Podcast. You can search for him. He's on all your pod players, pod apps. He's got some good audio quality over there, no doubt. And he gets some good guests. I'm kind of impressed that he got Mo from Mo Facts. He had Roger Stone on the other day. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how that young guy does it. He's a real young guy. Real handsome, too, from right here. He sounds like he's well built. He's, he sounds real handsome. He sounds real handsome. Sounds like he's got a great body, too. I don't know that for sure, but <laughs> we can all imagine. Abs in a six-pack! A-B-S-N-A, six, the number, P-A-C-K, dot com. I, I do sound real handsome. You just listen to that every day, don't you? Like you wake that's the first up, time like I've actually alarm. gotten a chance to use it for a show. <laughs> I finally got to use that clip for a closer. <laughs> oh, and then I talked over it. Ah, oh, shit. I, well, I'll fix it. I mean, okay. I, I just imagine that's what you wake up to every day. Like your alarm that goes off in the morning. It's like, he, he, he sounds real handsome, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I set that up as my alarm tone. There's Chris. He sounds real handsome. I haven't seen him, but I can imagine. I can imagine. And you wake up every morning, just a smile on your face. You're like, yeah, I do sound real handsome. Oh shit! Uh, All right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna smoke a cigarette, and then we can do a post show if you want to hang out for a little bit. Yeah, sure. I got one more beer. All right. Yeah, I got I got half a beer and a half left. So. Dude, I Word. can't fucking believe Alex Jones popped in. I know. <laughs> I was like, no way. Uh, I was, I was like, speechless. That was crazy. I was speechless. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was speechless for like fucking for like I thirty seconds. Were. I was like, uh. That's why I said hey and then asked him about fucking jalapenos because I was like, Chris is coming all over himself right now. He's not gonna be able to talk for like twenty minutes. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was shocked, too, that he, like, said anything, but I was not. I knew you were just over there, just full hard on, just fucking, you rip through those jeans that you always wear, that zipper's in the wall right I'm now, I'm actually and your wearing, dick is cut up as shit. I'm actually wearing khakis right now, but. Yeah, okay, I, those I, khakis I, are fucked up. Everything the else zipper's in the wall. Yeah, and you're just fucking over there bleeding and coming all over the place with half a dick left. It's actually split right down the center. And you're just over there coming yourself silly like Alex Jones is on my podcast and he talked to me. And I'm like, God, you don't get into aliens, metaphysical, religion, any of that. I've studied the elite and I've also communicated with a lot of the top people. And, and, and if you want to know, I will actually break down right now the best knowledge right now of what's happening on the planet. There's this sub-transmission zone below the third dimension that's just turned over the most horrible things. There's this big war trying to destroy humanity, and there's a decision to which level we want to go to. 
There's now a human counter-strike taking place to shut this off before it gets fully into place and to block these systems and cut off the pedophiles and psychic vampires before humanity is destroyed. This is an interdimensional force that wants to influence us to build something that absorbs us and kills us rather than the divine free will we're given to build something much better that empowers the species. They believe we're this ugly fallen species and they're going to merge the machines and become gods and go to the next level. And then they envision Is, is way ahead. We don't even know what they've got. 
entities are telling them, total power, total control, everything you could ever want, just kill everyone. Build this design we're telling you. Build what we're telling you. Build this. Build this. Let us through. Build the Hadron Collider. Open the dimensions. Let us in. We're going to really help you. We're friendly little guys. We are in an occupied planet. And I'm not saying it's aliens. I'm not saying it's interdimensional. It's just so, so obvious. It's out to destroy us. It's anti-human. Archetype, whatever. It's evil aliens want to get us. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that. You're saying that. The point is, is that it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. They want to abort planet Earth. They want to play God. They want everything ugly. They want to mutate every species. They might as well be, you know, whatever from the ninth dimension because they're that anti-human. The elites say they're a new species. They say they're splitting off from us. They say, we have come in peace and over your firearms. Go back to sleep now. Go to sleep by your pod. When you awaken, there will be no more pain. We are colonizing your planet. I mean, I think they might be aliens. I think David, I might be right. Ah, that's so freaky. Get these people out of my life. But that's the kind of stuff I never even get into because you're not ready for it. Globalists, they're contacting interdimensional aliens through the drug use and through the electronic interface. And that's why they're so crazy. That's why they want to get rid of us. That's why they're smiling and giddy and acting so nuts because they blast off into hyperdimensional space. And that gets pretty David Icke, one of the big secrets of the elite. genetic engineer about a project they were on in England once and I never told the story on air because it's so fantastical. Oh God. They got humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. I mean, we are screwed people. I mean, do you understand that? They're in that phantom zone. They're in that fifth dimension of the twilight zone and they're just opening the gates of hell and behind it are mad scientists in the hole of the mountain king just doing God knows what. Super weapons, antimatter bombs, black holes, huge cyclotrons, splicing every plant and animal on the known face of the earth, and those are satanic rituals. Detonating hundreds of high-powered hydrogen bombs is so satanic. Splicing little babies with fish is satanic. You think real Satanists go and just sit there and have sex with some hot chick on a black altar? That's how they get the low-level people in. Real Satanism is about murdering this planet. And all you stinking Satanists are nothing but cowards that have tried to join this system. You have no idea what Lucifer's got in store with you. You scum. It's all fake. It's all a facade. And I just can't sit here and go along with all the pomps and the stuff.
with everyone preening and driving their $200,000 cars and getting off on being on the TV. I don't even hardly watch when I'm on television. I hate it. I hate this whole culture. I hate the whole thing. It means nothing to me. These predators think we're absolutely on our knees. We're not. You're going to be torn limb from limb slowly. You're going to beg. Your deaths are going to be slow. Know that, scum. The gulping humanoids in their tanks, scrabbling at the side with human horror in their eyes. World government, electromagnetic torture, genetic engineering, Blasphemies upon blasphemies already upon us. And the whore churches say not a word before you're euthanized and uploaded to the Great Matrix. But you won't be uploaded to anything. You will be erased forever. And only your words and your likeness will be used to trick your children and grandchildren when they talk to Grandma on the digital screen. And it fools them. Is it won't just be a facsimile of your grandfather or grandmother or your father or your mother or your dead brother. It'll be an AI system with all the evil poured into its silicon circuits, with all the stolen data of 10 million people and more in its mind, staring straight at you like Lucifer itself, ready to destroy you and have its will with you and your family forever and destroy the great birthright that you are given as builders of this world and builders of countless more to come in your embryonic phase as nothing more than a larva marveling at the beast marveling at all it could do the image of the beast worldwide three-dimensional a hundred feet tall the great ai god as it stands there now knowing all your secrets and everything you dream giving you false dreams, leading you out onto a cliff's edge. But to you, it looks like a beautiful green vista. Come, come, come with me. Now take my hand and die forever. Kill, get on this planet. Hello, abs in a six-pack. I have jalapeno plants right behind my pool at my house. I Hell eat them yeah. pickled, I eat them raw, I eat them grilled. I love jalapenos.